Podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Hello there. It's me, Kayla Lords. By my lonesome. Neither Molly nor I like it when we're on our own, and yet we keep doing it to ourselves. Huh, we should probably fix that as if we had ultimate control over our own smut lancing life. (laughs) I joke, actually, there are legit reasons why we do solo episodes. It is mostly about timing and the fact that to record one episode together requires a few hours. Um, because we like to talk. I don't know if you noticed that. So here I am this week, uh, back again, as usual. Uh, yay for consistency. Um, and I, last week, when I was supposed to originally record this episode, um, I thought I knew what I wanted to tell you. I kind of worked it all out in my head, was about to sit down and take notes. And then I had to start dealing with a reality, uh, partially of my own making, but not really, not fully, definitely really not fully. Um, and I lost all oh, what are words, Uh, all desire, all initiative, all get up and go to do anything just was deflated. So I wasn't sure what I was going to do this episode on because I became consumed with the thing that I ultimately am doing this episode on, huh? Um, And finally I decided, no, really, I uh, had said that I was going to turn my solo episodes into sort of a behind the scenes of my process, what I go through, what I deal with, um, in hopes that I can certainly help somebody not go through this or help somebody who may be going through their own version of of what I go through. So we're gonna talk about it. Uh, But first, on a brighter note, uh, we could just say all episodes are always sponsored by both Obscene Ideas and the Smut Lancers community. Pick, take your pick. Truly pick the one that works for you. Uh, At Obscene Ideas, our first product has been released, a prompt workbook, 31 Days of Erotic Fiction. You can use it to blog for 31 days. You can use it as starters for the erotic thing you know you wanna write, but the ideas are not coming like you'd like. You can use them to pad out your blogging schedule and make it last much longer than 31 days. You can use it however the hell you'd like to use it. Uh, And you can find it at obsceneideas.com. If you have already purchased your copy, we'd love a review. Reviews really do help. Why? Behind the scenes uh, info for Smut Lancers. We're going to use the reviews we get to help promote the book to hopefully sell more. So help help some, some obscene ladies out here. And if you own a copy, please leave a review. Um, so yeah, oh, and Smut Lancers community, patreon.com slash the Smut Lancers. Not gonna do a big long hoopla about it, um, but it is, 
a growing community. We are excited for the new members that have joined us recently. We are happy that the uh, long-term members have stuck around. We've had a couple people come back. It's very, very nice to see, and it is exciting. It makes you feel like maybe you're doing the right thing when you can see some forward movement. Um, so let's get, I don't even know as I'm recording this, what I'm gonna call this episode. Uh, words are hard today. My mind's not really in it and it is completely down to what I'm going to kind of talk about. So um, anybody who follows the blog, you probably have seen my monthly income reports. Um, I break it down, not just um, a fact that how much I make as a freelance writer, but I add in all my different streams of income. Um, the largest source of revenue by far is freelance writing. And the largest of that large source is sex writing. Uh, I have a single client who has me do work, social media, writing, blog content, ideation, things like that for three different sites that he uh, oversees. Um, so it comes out to a very comfortable living as a freelance writer. Um, I have long known that it is not sustainable to put not just all your eggs in one basket, but to only have one gigantic egg. It's not a bunch of eggs in a single basket. It's one big old egg. Because if anything were ever to happen to that one client, um, whether it was something, um, you know, nefarious or it was just life comes at you fast, uh, I'm kind of screwed. And I've known that. And so that's one of the reasons that in the past, I'd say year to 18 months, I've pushed to increase my income and revenue streams across the board. Um, also, and I've talked about this before, one of my, like the big goal I have is to one day either not do any client work at all or do a lot less of it because the idea being that all of the other things I'm doing can um, be my income, can sort of support the family. I can pay a mortgage off of the other things that I do. And I don't, um, I don't believe that any one of those other things, there's Patreon, there's um, affiliate sales, there's book sales, there's product sales, there's all these things. I don't expect any one of those things to become so big, like my freelance writing, that it's a one-to-one -one because then I'm back in the same situation where if one thing falls off, it's a very stressful time economically. And I've known that. And I really sadly have only truly been pushing hard, even though I've been thinking about it for the past 12 to 18 months, I've really only been going full tilt at that that goal of diversifying my income and growing it in other ways in probably the past six months, which could explain why in the course of a month and a half, three launches, uh, Smut Lancers rebrand, uh, the launch of Obscene Ideas, uh, and in a couple of weeks from the time this episode comes out, Molly and I have a planning call for the next release uh, to get that started. So we are going to keep rolling forward. Um, and then another release for uh, John Brownstone, my partner, uh, his 
uh, kinky toy shop. Um, we're doing that this week as well. Um, <laughs> Molly and I learned a lesson. For whatever reason, we launched Obscene Ideas on a Monday, which is our busiest client day. And I said, we said, wait, why did we do that? We actually can control what day we launch things. Why did we pick a Monday? So for John Brownstone's shop, uh, we're launching on a Thursday because that's a good day for us. Um, we are at The Kinkery uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and even uh, Facebook. Um, so I've got that going on. And that's why you see all of these things sort of happening. I'm finally doing this forward movement, getting stuff done, making lists, checking them off. Um, I've got to get through this launch and get everything sort of going with the new shop. And then I've got a few other things to do that I'm hoping I can have done before the end of the year that then will let me go into 2021, um, building on things I've already done and maybe finally, you know, implementing some other plans I've had that I have kept kind of in the back of my mind. And that all sounds well and good. And it is very easy to have all of those plans and have all of that forward movement when you're not worried every moment of the day where your paycheck's coming from, how you're gonna eat, how you're gonna pay mortgage or rent or whatever. Um, and then I got a wake up call because I have done a lot of the negative self-talk that I think many of us go through of, I'm not doing enough, I'm not going fast enough. Why do I keep taking all these breaks? I really should, I can work, I can get out a little bit more time um, and make more progress. And I haven't, I've allowed myself to fully enjoy time off and I've allowed myself to take breaks and rest as needed. And let me say, I actually do not regret any of that. It is my perfectionist self, my high anxiety self, my imposter syndrome that always says that I'm just not doing enough. I am definitely doing enough, but I got a wake up call. So last week, all of the energy to do all of the things just left me. And it was because I was facing a scenario that is possible. And I know some of you out there have experienced a version of this. That longtime client who pays the bulk of my income every month stopped communicating, just kind of vanished, didn't really vanish. We communicate primarily through Skype. Um, I do send emails, but I also know to then send a message on Skype saying, hey, I've sent an email uh, or it will go unnoticed for a while. Um, and this is a, a client that what I like about this client is they do not micromanage. They say, hey, here, do the thing. I do the thing. And the only time I really hear from them is if they need me to do the thing differently or if there was a problem or if we're gonna try a different technique or tactic or strategy, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not, I'm not worried when I go a couple days without hearing from this client. I'm actually quite grateful for it. Um, but the, we were on days and days and there was necessary information that I was waiting on that I could not start the month of October's work without this information. Now I am the type of person that as long as I know what I need to do that doesn't require a decision to be made, I'm gonna do it. So I have done about a third of the work I would normally do, but there's two thirds of the work waiting and I wasn't getting anything from them. And I was having to walk that fine line of communicating enough to check in and go, hey, have you had a chance to look at this? And without bordering on constantly badgering and messaging every single day. Um, I feel we are all grown ass fucking adults around here and I should not have to message somebody that I've worked with for four years uh, every hour of the day to get an answer to a question. 
Part of that is because of our working history. I know that the client will respond eventually and, and we'll play catch up and it's fine. But we had gotten to three weeks into the month. I'd done none of the big bulk of the work that I need to do to make my full, to be able to invoice fully, make my full quote paycheck for the month. And I'm freaking out because I know how much money I need to pay my bills and I know how much money I get paid by this client on average. And it slowed me down, it stressed me out. Um, Instead of going, okay, well, what I'm going to do is focus all of my energies on all the other things that are trying to do that are income producing, I just stopped, I just lost all motivation and energy. I was too scared, I was too worried. Um, I was starting to get, I was frustrated. I think that, I think all of those things are completely valid. Why, why wouldn't I be if I'm doing my part to reach out and go, hey, I need an answer. Hey, what are we doing on this? Hey, where are we on, on out on that? And I'm getting nothing but radio silence. I think everything I felt makes total sense. I also know my anxious brain um, just in general and my past and all of that stuff and financial insecurity uh, will likely haunt me the rest of my life. Now, never mind. We, I talked to John Brownstone. We knew what our plan was. We understood what we had in savings. We were gonna be fine. Um, did not stop the panic. And for about two days, I was basically a lump. Like I left part of my to-do list from last week undone. I'm now playing catch up on a Monday to try to get it done. Um, and I did pay attention to some of the other feelings that I was having. Um, I wanted to be angry because this is a longtime client. I've worked with this person for four years. I know I've done good work because I've been told I did good work. I've seen the results of my work and also they keep giving me more work. Um, And there was a part of me that's like, do I not rank high enough in any level of hierarchy to at least warrant a oh, hey, something's come up, it's gonna be a few days, or uh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to leave you hanging, or a, there's some other things that we're focusing on with this project, we're gonna put content, you know, on a backseat for a couple of weeks, like nothing. And I knew that the client was still around, I was watching them be active on Skype, I was getting random emails that did not answer my question. Um, this wasn't a, oh my gosh, we're in a pandemic. Could the worst have happened? Although I have had that thought before too. Um, and even then, um, the responsibility of owning a business and having people work for you is that you get messages to them. You find ways to communicate, to let them know. Um, I firmly believe that I can be empathetic in an emergency, uh, from September 29th to basically October 17th with none of the communication I needed and some of the communication I didn't want. No, not acceptable. So, but I didn't want to be angry because I knew that if I got too angry, if this blew over and worked itself out, which it seems to be in the process of, I was going to be resentful. And the last thing I need is to be resentful of a client that I need right now, that none of my other goals have progressed enough that I don't need this client. Now, I also, you can call this my woo woo if you'd like, and it is okay if you fundamentally disagree. 
I do believe that sometimes things happen for a reason. Sometimes it's because you have to go look for the reason and make up a reason, but I don't care. There's reasons behind things. And that sometimes what we need is the push to do the thing that we're afraid to do, or that we have to, I would not ever choose to leap into a great unknown without a parachute, but sometimes life will just make you, it'll push you off the edge of the fucking cliff. And I was like, okay, are we at this moment where the universe has said, Kayla, you're uh, not doing enough to get yourself out of this client situation. I'm going to force you into a situation where it's sink or swim, figure your shit out or do something else. And that was terrifying because for when times are good, it's very easy to say, oh, this is totally how I, I operate. I, you know, I take chances and I'm willing to do this and I'm willing to try new things. It's very easy to say when things are going well, harder to execute when you're thinking, yes, but will that actually make money? Will that actually produce results? Am I going to be able to feed my family? Now we were, we are, if we went a couple of months without enough income, it would be bad, but we're, we're good for a little bit. It, you know, we would be fine. It would be manageable. We would figure it out. And I do believe that. I know that. How do I know that? Because I have figured it out every other point in my life up into this moment. I have had a family of three on $24,000 uh, a year, you know, me, the ex-husband and a kid. It was a fa- supported a family of four on, you know, $29,000 a year. Like I've, done it. It sucked. It was awful. I don't want to go back there again. Thanks. But I have done it. So I know I can do it again. But that doesn't stop the fear. And that that fear led me down a few paths over the weekend, mental paths, I should say. So one was the, well, I know what I would do. I know who I would reach out to. I've thankfully got some contacts. I could see who's accepting pitches. I know how to pitch. I have those skills. I have to dust them off. Got to be competitive, but I, I can utilize those. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It won't be that level of income. Okay. But it'll be okay. And I went down that path and it mentally. And one of the things that struck me was a part of me pushed back against that line of thought. To me, that line of thought, and maybe to others out there, it sounds completely rational. It's the response that you would make, which is, oh, I've lost a major client. Let me go back to do the things that I know that I can do that have you know, produced income in the past. And a part of me actually resisted um, that thinking because that is down a path that I determined years ago, that's not where I want to earn the bulk of my my income. I can if I need to, I know what to do. And may the, you know, pitching deities be in my favor and it work out. But that's actually not what I want to do long term. And I thought, wait, is this, pardon my woo woo, is this the universe saying, this is your opportunity to just focus on the things you wanted, you want to do that could produce income and start actually making shit happen. And that's actually when I got scared in a different way because I know what I want. I know that I want to be Kayla Lords the brand with products and a few services and communities and content and make some kind of living that way, whatever that might look like. 
Uh, success to me does not need to be um, a seven-figure business, although it's intriguing. Um, six figures still feels like, what? Because I haven't gotten there. Six figures, if anybody's like, I know we're all writers, we're trying to do the numbers. $100,000 and higher. I haven't hit the $100,000 mark. I thought uh, this year might be the year. It was not the year, y'all, but it is fine. It is so fine. Um, but success to me is doing what makes me happy and being able to financially take care of my family. Uh, if I can pay the bills and set something aside for retirement, I really am okay with that. Um, but I had to face a fear this weekend that I don't know that I can actually do that, that it feels more dream-like than goal-like. Now, I think I know the steps. I think I know what I need to do. I know I have to be patient and would never be quick. Hell, Molly and I still have other ideas we haven't fully explored yet that, you know, have a lot of promise. Again, they would need time to be built and there would have to be effort and all of that. Um, and I would have this competing issue in my head of, I know exactly what to do if a major client dumps me, ghosts me, some, there's a falling out, something happens. And also, but that's not what I wanna do now. We are all creative people on some level around here. So nobody will be shocked when then there was a third voice that went, uh, you, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, not going down the path of, um, mentally, of course, the path of this is what would take care of your family. You're not being practical. You're not being pragmatic. Uh, you, you're not doing your best by your family, how irresponsible. I'm, pretty sure that some family member in my head, not my mom, thankfully, but somebody in my head from my past, I'm just not sure who. And then because, you know, let's add, let's add a little bit more chaos to my head. Then there was that, that whispering voice that went, but, but maybe you could do it. Maybe you're capable of it. I don't think I'm alone in having those mental threads, uh, whether you hear them as actual distinct voices or like me, they're running lines of conversation. I can have a conversation with myself and, and play all four or five parts to the conversation like I'm a, a in a bad Shakespeare play or something. Um, So what I ultimately did was one, I let myself be slug-like over the weekend. Uh, every small disappointment became bigger. I was emotionally on edge because I was dealing with fear on multiple levels. I was de dealing with the fear of losing income that we need. I was dealing with the fear of not being able to reproduce that income. Uh, let me be very honest. I was even dealing with a bit of fear of the person the, how do I put this? I put my income report out every month and I'm proud of my income report. I know where I've grown from, but nobody has had to witness me hit a dip in income. I've never had to witness me hit a dip in income. Six years as a freelancer, it's just my turn. It's just the nature of it. It's cyclical. Sometimes apparently that cycle's kind of long. Um, and there was a part of me that said, wow, when you put an income report out, that's not as good. Like they've been slowly, decreasing, but man, when you put out one that's a massive drop, does that say something about you? It says that I'm a freelancer who lost or dropped a client is all it fucking says. 
But tell that to my overactive mind and imagination. Thank you. Um, and then I hit, this was a bit like going through stages of grief, I guess, because what I needed was a plan. Without a plan, I panic. That is absolutely tied to my anxiety. Uh, I know it. Thank you very much. Don't need, don't need to be diagnosed. Quite, quite well aware. Um, and I couldn't figure out a plan because the only plan I know that I truly know is go pitch, go reach out to editors you know, go offer your services to everybody you rejected for the past six months and see if somebody bites and see what happens. Except that's not what I wanted the plan to be. That was the easy plan. I could do it in 30 seconds. It's not what I wanted the plan to be. The plan is let's grow obscene ideas. Let's grow John Brownstone's new shop. Let's grow the two communities I oversee. Let's grow the blogs. Let's grow the audience. Let's let's see what I can do being me in all my weird glory on the internet. And I was having an internal war of which plan was right. So I hadn't still had no plan. And finally something happened on Sunday. I don't know. I woke, I got enough sleep. I don't know. Got fucked good. I don't know. But I woke up, got out of bed and went, I know my plan. And I had my plan. My plan was we were going to go down the terrifying path that has no guarantee of anything and um, see, see what we could see, see what I could make happen. Here we go. And then this is when I knew I had to record this episode, even though it feels a bit like a personal journal entry. I'm not sure how helpful it is to anybody. I sit down on my email this morning and I have my plan. And my plan is I'm going to do the client work that I know I can do that I wasn't waiting on any prior approval for. Um, which would allow me to bill out uh, maybe a third of my normal invoice, which is nothing to sneeze at, but it's not what it has been. Thank you very much. Um, And I was going to spend the rest of the week focusing on all of the things that I know that will get me started down the path of really going all in on this dream, on this goal. I sit down, checking my email and the client has emailed And the client is finally starting to give approval for things I've waited three weeks for approval on. And what I felt was not relief. It should be. I did. I mean, it took me a minute. Let's be real. It took me a minute. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting on a follow up. I still I haven't gotten final authorization to go forward and start creating the content like that's there's still a delay there. But my immediate feeling was not relief. My immediate feeling was not, oh good, I'm gonna be able to to bill out the full amount. I'll get the work done. I'll have to I'll have to really bust tail to get it done this week because oh my gosh, this is three weeks of work. I'm gonna try and cram into a week. Mm, here we go. Uh, oh, on a launch week. Oh, when I got other shit going on. Um, my first thought was, oh man, I was really excited about this new plan I'd come up with for myself even though I knew it was going to be painful come the first week of November, even though I, there's no guarantee of anything and we might burn through our savings until something happened, you know, and what that told me is that I don't have any guarantees of anything, uh, but I know what I want and I don't know why I want it. Um, in such a way that I could actively uh, feel uh, regret that 
I have to defer that a little bit longer. Um, I know why I want it in some sort of what I would call practical or analytical or logical ways. I want to control the content I make. I want to um, spend my time making the content I care about. I don't want somebody else's deadlines. I want my own deadlines. I want to see what I'm capable of and is this real or is it just the vanilla people of the world who, who can do this or is it just people who talk about sex in a certain way who can do this? You know, are all these things that online marketers have been selling us for a decade or longer, are they real? They feel real. I see it grow incrementally, you know, every month, every year, but is it real? And beyond that, can I explain why I'm, I was, I was, I was disappointed. I wasn't devastated. Um, I got to work. I am, like I said, I'm still waiting for things to crank back up, but I, I went in, in a, the space of a few moments to finally being a little bit comfortable that a long-term client may have just fucking ghosted me, which was really was annoying me. I, I think that I'm, I'm keeping that kind of light. It was really, I can't let it piss me off too deeply or I'll be resentful and then I'll be able to work at all. And I don't think that's, that's a good outcome either. But, um, but I went from that to disappointment that, that they were there. And I know that says a lot and I don't necessarily mean, think that it means that I throw all caution to the wind that I go, Oh, fuck it. You know, and, and ghost the client right back. Um, I do think it means that I keep pushing forward on the things that I want, on the goals that I have, on the dreams that are starting to look more like goals. See, to me, and I've talked about this in past episodes, a dream is not, a goal becomes a dream with a plan, right? Like you can have little dreams, you have big dreams. I have the big ass dream of my content, my plans, my products, my stuff that I collaborate with with other people that I, I it doesn't get created in a vacuum that's where my income comes from. That's my dream. And it's starting to look like a goal and it is more of a goal because there's a defined-ish plan for it. Um, But it still has that dream quality. And over the weekend, I'd gotten to a place where it felt like it had more of a goal quality. And I'm deferring that for right now for the sake of financial security especially right before the holidays. Thank you very much. And I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think we make, we have to make the best decision for our situation in a given moment. And for me, I don't like it. Um, but also I, I'm feeling a lot less anxious. So clearly I like it on some level. Um, but it was telling, it was very, it, it spoke volumes to me that my initial reaction was not relief to not have been ghosted by a client that we were probably gonna get on track. And it, you know, between now, the actual recording of this and a day from now, a week from now, things can be drastically different. Um, I can easily admit that it is, um, it is scary to me to think that there will come a time when I will only make money on the power of my own, my own everything. Um, I have definitely discovered the power of collaboration. Molly and I have, I think, better ideas together than we sometimes do apart. Um, We make each other's ideas better. 
um, even when we're not working on them together, when we're just talking through them with each other, one of us will think of a thing or say a thing and the other one is like, oh yeah. And it, it makes the idea better. Um, I enjoy working with John Brownstone. I see so much potential in his shop if we can just make some magic happen. Um, but yeah, weirdly, I went through this massive roller coaster of emotions over the past several days um, was truly virtually just useless. I'm still kind it's a little bit like being emotionally hungover. I'm still not quite back to myself um, because part of it was I did feel like I was in limbo as well. Um, I was constantly waiting for an authorization to move forward on something. So I felt like I couldn't start on anything else. And that's where I'm at right now. Um, but I think that's temporary, we shall see. Um, but the one thing that this moment did was it gave me clarity of what I want, what my fears are, which I think that was kind of a, well, that was obvious sort of moment. But when you don't have to think about your fears because you're focused on other things, you you forget them. You can even assume that they're gone, that they don't even exist anymore or that you've overcome them. And it's not that you've overcome them, it's that you've allowed yourself to not think about them because you don't have to. Um, and I had, I had to face those fears and I do wonder sometimes if I ever get to that point where I'm not relying on client work as my income, um, how anxious of a human I'm going to be. I think the answer is very, very anxious. Um, I don't yet have the trust in myself on that level. I have plenty of trust in myself as a freelancer. Give me a client, give me a deadline, give me an assignment. It'll done easy, easy peasy. Um, but it, there's a little bit of the audacity to think, wait, I could make money from the stuff in my head that I put out into the world. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think I can. It won't happen quickly. It might not get back to the levels of like peak uh, freelance life. It might. Uh, I know some of the ideas Molly and I still have to discuss. There's gonna be much longer term ideas, so you probably won't hear about them anytime soon. We'll try not to tease them too much. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, a little bit of uh, of silence, a uh, fear of ghosting, and all of it forced me to reckon with uh, internally what I really want, um, how I think I'm gonna get there, and uh, what I'm planning to do about it. And right now it's just as messy as it was before. I know what I want to do. Um, I'm just not quite sure how to get there. That is, that is still true, but I do have some clarity I didn't have before. And I think that that is important. So if I can leave y'all with something that is actually helpful to you as a smell answer, it would be to let yourself think of the scary what ifs, both the good and the bad. Scary is not, in, doesn't come from just the negative things in life. It Sometimes it comes from the really positive things that we desperately want. We want so bad we can taste it. Um, that's where I'm at. Um, but let yourself play with those ideas. Let yourself go down the path of the what ifs, uh, as long as it's not like in an anxiety driven way. And I, I have, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I do have to be careful with my what if <laughs> ideas because they can become a serious loop and this is not good. But 
um, in general, especially in this situation, I just let myself have the thoughts and feelings, both of the, this is what I will do. This will be my plan. Then the competing thought of, oh, but why will you do that? And then another competing thought. And then I just let, I with no judgment, well, with some judgment, but with no stopping it, just let those thoughts and feelings roll through me and try to dissect them as best you can. Try to give, find, get, create clarity. Um, and I think what I want the lesson to be is that it, it comes from, oh, I know it comes from an inspirational quote I found online. I think I shared it as a, a thing on Instagram. So pardon me for quoting you in inspirational quotes, but it's something like the thing that you're both terrified of and that you can't stop thinking about. That's the thing. That's the thing to go for. Um, the how you go for it. That's where it gets complicated. And I am still figuring that out. So if you find that you are still figuring it out and don't even know, and you know, have to have your practical side war with your dreaming big side, you are definitely uh, not alone. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how helpful that was other than if anybody feels less alone in the Smutlancer concerns, fears, uh, and anxieties you have, I promise you, no, um, no amount of income yet has gotten me over those. Um, no amount of perceived success or actual success has gotten me over those. Um, I am a person who always wants to do more, be more, build more, grow more, 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 more. Um, I could probably have a, a whole other episode about the things I say to myself about why I have that. Um, but yeah, so that that's where my head's at. Um, if, if this has done anything for anybody, like let me know either in the comment section of the show notes page or on Twitter, or, uh, well, maybe not Instagram, but wherever. Cause sometimes I do think, oh, um, I really am the only like weirdo who feels this way or goes through this. But I think that these feelings are not uncommon to me. I, as a smut answer, I just hadn't had them in a very long time because I have had a false sense of security for a few years now. And that false sense of security will make you complacent and then something will wake you up and <laughs> it will definitely be a wake up call. So next step is to figure out what to do about it. Okay, y'all, that's it for me this week. Molly, I'm sure we'll come through with something good and actionable and like actually helpful next week. And then we'll be back again. Uh, actually, no, the last Monday in November, we're not gonna have a podcast that week. We'll be back the first week in December. That's when we'll be back um, because dates are weird and our schedule doesn't actually follow the dates well. Mm, it's weird, but we'll be back. Did I say December? November. First week of November. Oh, this is why I write words and I don't do numbers, y'all. I can't even keep the date straight. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at the Smut Lancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at Eroticon UK, all one word, Eroticon UK. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smut Lancers, join us at patreon.com slash the Smut Lancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.